The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Uh, put yourself into this situation. Just imagine that you're 35 years of age. You are living with your seven-year-old son who is finding it extremely difficult to sleep at night. The bathroom is the worst for wear. In fact, the ceiling has collapsed and there's water pouring down into the bathroom and down throughout several parts of the flat. And that is the situation that Alina finds herself in at the moment. Alina, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Uh, I'm good. <laughs> I'm I'm running <laughs> to sort uh, I suppose uh, accommodation, you... but now when I was uh, to the hotel, I have a big surprise. I hope my landlord he will sort soon. Okay. One thing, I'm going to ask you to be very, very careful, Alina. I don't want to know where you're living or the name of yeah, your no, landlord. No, 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 I will not. But tell me, the description I just gave, is that fact or is it fictional? Is uh, the, uh, the apartment? Yes. Am I, am I painting the right picture? Tell me about it. It's horror. Actually, nobody can live there now. Describe the, it for me. The... Uh, bathroom, um, the ceiling is collapsed, you know, is it's very bad. Uh, in the kitchen, it is a big hole and uh, mushroom, <laughs> many things. And uh, now actually he stopped the leak because uh, my neighbor, he stopped uh, to, to flow the water. He's doing uh, only when we live there intentionally. Water in his urine and... Alina, tell me this. I've seen... Uh, Alina seems to have uh, dropped. Maybe the water got into the line. I'm not sure. But uh, Alina was telling us about the situation in her apartment here in the city. Uh, it's a privately owned property. I've seen some photographs on Cork PO as well as in today's examiner. And the conditions are just absolutely frightening. I mean... It's 2023. We're on the eve, as it were, of the eviction ban. Uh, Alina is back to us, I believe. Alina? Yeah. Okay. Uh, sorry, the, the, fo- the, photogra- the photographs we've seen in, in the papers, are they actually real? Yeah. Uh, there they was yesterday. Made, uh, they, he made yesterday in my house. Did you move into the apartment when it was like that, or did that happen while you were there? Uh, uh, the, the ceiling collapsed Monday night and uh, we moved um, Tuesday night. And how long are you living in the apartment? Uh, I, uh, from May 2019. And how much are you paying per month? 900 euro. And have you rent allowance? Are you? Uh, uh, I have. I am. I am in HAP. You know, I'm with HAP. Okay. Yes. And can I ask yes. you uh, the conditions? They are what I would simply describe as appalling. I have seen cleaner uh, recycling centres, cleaner dog kennels. It's absolutely horrific. Your landlord. What have you said to him or to her about what the the conditions are like? What have you said? Uh, first time I um, I uh, tell him in uh, December 2020 when the problem didn't was too bigger, you know, it was small. Actually, the shower, uh, the guy he live above, he was broke. And I sent him a message and I told him his shower is broke. And he said he will call me tomorrow. Actually, he, he didn't call me, but uh, I meet with him when he... He came to collect the beans because he coming every Tuesday. 
And I told him, his shower is broke, can you fix? And a while, th that guy, he didn't using the shower. And we I didn't have problems. Okay. But um, from May, from May, he started to, to flow the water every day, every night, with intentionally. And tell me this... What is your landlord saying to you? I mean, you get onto your landlord, you tell him there's a problem. Does he fix it? Yeah, all the time he told me, I will fix, I will fix. Promise, and but nothing is happening. And the situation, he started to be more worse. And from what you know, is the landlord registered with the uh, Residential Tenancies Board? Uh, I know I am. I hope I am. Yeah. And, I mean, it's a privately owned property, but have you spoken to local authority? I mean, have you got onto the city council to say, I am living in dreadful conditions? Have you gotten uh, onto yeah. support agencies? Yeah, I, I was. I was to the hub, council, threshold, RTB, uh, many things. And I, uh, I tell them, I, actually, I, I was to ask help to someone tell me where I have to go. And guards and everyone. Tell me, I know it can't be good for your mental and physical health. And to add fuel to the fire, what should be a beautiful, beautiful occasion. But you're expecting um, twins, I believe. Uh, uh, I... I can you repeat? I didn't hear actually. I, I, I said you're due, uh, you're, you're expectant, you're pregnant, you're expecting yeah. twins shortly. Yeah, uh, twins, yeah. And are you going to bring those babies into those conditions, into that flat? I hope not. I hope not. This was my, uh, how I can say it, uh, I, I was desperate because this, I know the babies, they were coming soon and nobody do nothing. And, you know, I, I didn't know where I, I, I have to go. I try to find a place. I, I spoke with, uh, because I, I didn't have too many friends. And, but they was exactly like me, you know, with family, kids. And to go there with my son and another two new babies, it was too much. They tried to help me how they can, but not for accommodation. What is it doing? What is it doing to your health and the health of your son, who's seven years of age? Uh, How are you affected? Oh, my son actually he is very affected. Uh, he's scared. Um, uh, he uh, when he see that guy, uh, he. Uh, uh, he feel like hate for him, you know, mm -hmm. to school um, all the time. He speak about these problems, you know. He has a kind life like trauma because actually me too I have, you know. But I, I try to be strong. And tell me, the, the bathroom is in an appalling condition. How do you, are you able to shower? Are you, are you able to shower? Are you able to go to the toilet? No, no, no. We we didn't use from December the shower and the toilet. From May until December, I try to clean every day. Sometimes I have maybe I clean two, three, two, three times on day. 
And 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 how were uh, you go, how were you using, how were you using the toilet? It was impossible to it was impossible to use the to to using again, you know, because the water it was continuous. And how were you using the bathroom? I mean, how do you go to the toilet? Um yeah, uh, we pee in a bucket and you know the second problem we made in the plastic bag and we wash in a small um small bowl, you know, in the kitchen. Yeah, it was very hard because especially for me, pregnant to to wash in a small in a small bowl, you know. Okay, I'm gonna. T- I'm just gonna go back there because I want to tell you. It's it's Cork. It's 2023. Are we living? You're describing conditions like the third world. You tell me you're going to the your your number one, as it were, in a bottle, yeah. and yeah. your number two in a bag. Yeah. I can't. I can't. I can't believe that, Alina. Yeah, me too. I. I, I never in my life. I. I believe. I. I will live this. You know, in, because you know when you when you decide to move in another country, you know I didn't decide to come back here to destroy my life. Actually, I I decided to come to to came in Ireland to to do a better life for my son. But uh, the point it is what one size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. In the last year, what is happening for me, I don't know. I was very disappointed. And where have you come from? Uh, Romania. The people listening to this will say, I mean, that you came here for a better life, but what you are describing is third world. It's frightening. I know. Many times I want to come back in my country, but I didn't have the uh, opportunity. I didn't have option, you know, money to come back. And, you know, I feel I was like stuck in that apartment. And yeah, I hope, I hope soon we'll find the solution. And with me and my son we can found our peace you know and stay in quiet and a nice uh, atmosphere and i understand you luckily enough were taken out of there yesterday and you stayed somewhere else last night what happened tell me where you stayed um today i need to move 
again. But um, yesterday my landlord he told me he pay for me and my son for uh, four days, four nights in a hotel. But now when I was there, they they asked me for money. Actually, he didn't pay nothing, and I hope he will sort. Because if he does, he will not pay today. I don't know what is happening with me and my son. Where we're going tonight? Is your landlord not that it should make any difference? Is your landlord Irish? Yeah. Absolute shame. Absolute shame on him. Yeah. This is frightening. Frightening. Tell me, you you're in touch with the organisation Katu. Uh, they yeah. they have been helping you. Yeah, actually, after I when I meet them, they help me a lot. These people, what they do for me, nobody, nobody make in this year for me. I don't know. Catu are the only people yeah, who are helping yeah. you now, is it? Yeah, very very good people. Yeah, and I don't know how I can tell them thank you for what they made because if I didn't meet, actually, if I didn't meet them, I. Maybe now in this moment I I will I will stay with my son there with the bathroom destroyed with everything because I know I I can go nowhere and the landlord he will not do nothing for me and my son because I asked him many times and he didn't do nothing. The people listening to this this morning, I know they're going to find what we've been talking about very, very difficult to believe. That here we have a 35-year-old lady, the mother of a 7-year-old son, and twins on the way. And in this day and age, you're living in appalling conditions. The ceiling has collapsed down around you. The apartment is flooded. The conditions are just dreadful. And you're telling me that you've got to go to the toilet into a plastic bottle and your number two into a, a, into a plastic bag. It's just indescribable. It's... It's, it's a thing of a nightmare. I think if people want to see those photographs of your property, they should pick up a, a copy uh, or check online for the Cork Bio or pick up a copy of today's Irish Examiner. Photographs are in the paper today from Dan Lenehan. And uh, maybe people who disbelieve what we're talking about will have a look at the photographs and... Um, get to see them. Listen, Alina, I honestly hope that you will find somewhere nicer to live. In fact, uh, those photographs, I believe, now are up on the Opinion Line Twitter account, Opinion Line at, ni- at, at Opinion 96. You can have a look at those photographs, uh, the conditions that Alina is finding herself living in at the moment. Alina, I wish you well and we we are doing all we can. Well, the the people here at the radio station are doing all they can to try and help you in any way they can. Please stay strong, and it's very important that you do mm-hmm. stay strong, okay. not just for yourself, but for your babies on the way and for your seven year old son. You wrap each other and keep each other warm and mind each other. Yeah, thank you, and thank you for everything you're doing for me. I hope. Soon, everything will be fine. Alina, thank you very much indeed. That's Alina who is just living in third world conditions here in Cork. You know, finding a tradesman or a tradesperson to do a job in this day and age is extremely difficult. There, It's like uh, rarer than hen's teeth. But a couple in Cork were very, very lucky somewhat uh, recently when two men turned up on their doorstep and offered to do some work on the house and at a very competitive rate as well. Fiona, your parents were very lucky to come across these men, were they? 
<laughs> they were both. They were, and um, the work wasn't done. Um, you know, when we was talking before that, um, they scammed my mother out of three hundred and fifty euro. They were going to clean the gutters, and they told my father it would be seventy euro, and they put up the ladders and everything, and. Um, then they came in and one of the older men, he was in his 30s, and he started talking to my mother, asking her her age and things like that. And then he said, oh, it would be 350. And poor mum was confused. She's 87 years of age. And she said, that's a lot of money. And she went upstairs and her few savings that she saves, uh, she gave them the money. We are and talking. they disappeared. They disappeared. We are talking here, not about tradespersons. We're talking about bogus traders. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Scum of the earth and honestly that's all they can be described because I cover these stories and we interviewed you for Virgin Media News. We've covered these stories morning, noon and night that these bogus traders are out there, they're opportunistic, they take advantage of vulnerable people and yet people fall for these scams. It's frightening. Yes, I know and like, I mean... I've heard that that even younger people, like in their 70s, or people have told me, one person told me that they actually drove her father to the bank to get the money. You know, and, and you know, I, like, I know people say, oh, well, she was very fortunate, your mother, that nothing else happened. But it's the effect it had on her. And the last time we spoke, after we spoke, I was thinking, you said to me, what should be done with these people? And I was saying, oh, they should be put to jail. But sure, these people, like, they put big win. How long would the process, the court process take? Will I put my mother through that? And then the chances are they pay the fine and out they go and mum never gets her money back anyway. And would, you know, it it just, it just, you know... Jail is too good for them. I tell you, any time I yeah, pass... Yeah, it is. It for, is. for some reason, yeah. every time I pass Dawn Square here in the city, I visualise people out sweeping the streets, <laughs> cleaning up, yeah. hard labour, the chain gang. Labor. And honest to God, and I, I, I cover court cases where these guys come in and they're after ripping off Mr. and Mrs. Murphy for two or three thousand euro. And then they give Mrs. or Mrs. Murphy two thousand or three thousand euro in compensation to say thank you. But you've got to ask yourself, where do they come up with that two or three grand? I know. And and you know what else is the thing? Like, even when they do that, you know, and for my mother, this is backtracking now. It's the fear that these people will come back again because they know where you are. And these are elderly people. And like my parents, like we're living on a terrace and I'm there every day. But like, you know, as I said to my mother, there were some people, nobody, they live in the country. They have and they're by themselves. And, you know, it's just the whole process. Like I haven't heard, has there any in any follow-up or anything and like they've obviously done it again because that was a few weeks ago they're, they're se- these guys know. are seasoned operators yes you know yes. i mean this is how they make a living they head off to work at seven or eight in the morning and if they manage to and they do manage most days to scam two to three people they'll travel the length and breadth of the the county until they succeed. And unfortunately, you and I and your parents, the likes of your parents, are picking up the tab. It's, it's, it's horrific what's happening. Your parents were very, very lucky. They lost 350 euro. No work was done. Yes. How are they feeling today, though? Are they feeling hurt inside, emotionally? Mentally, I try not to bring it up to my mother because I don't want to worry her. But we were talking again about it uh, the other day and she was going, well, 
I suppose I was lucky. It it could have been worse. You know, that's her attitude. And it could have been, thank God, but it still has mentally impacted on her. Now, she's a very strong woman. Mentally, physically, she isn't. She's feeble. But I, I'm frustrated and that there's no comeback. Forget the money. Forget the money. The money is gone. It's the impact it has had on my mother and other people, other older people. As I said to you, they've come into the security of her home. And they did this. And I know we're fortunate, thank God, because you hear so many stories. But, you know, there's no comeback. It's like your previous caller, that poor woman. Will that landlord be fined? No. It's always that the person who the blame has been done against doesn't seem to have any comeback. Why there are just you, seems to be no... Go on, sorry. Yep, sorry. Why are you speaking out? Speaking out, first of all, to warn people, especially older persons. But as I said myself, if two men approached me and I was in my house by myself, you know, I'd be nervous. But to warn older persons, do not give work to people that haven't been recommended to you, that you do not know. Unfortunately, now we've told my mother and I was even talking to an elderly neighbour the other day and I was saying, can you see through your door? Look out the window and don't open the door until you know who's out there, which is terrible to have to do that. My mother said, but I don't want to be locked into my house, you know, that they can't even open the door. And unfortunately, that's the day and age we're living in, though, isn't it? Yes, yes. And there's no, there's no, even if they're caught, what's the comeback? You know, that's the frustration. It seems to be in all walks of life, everything that there's no comeback. Nobody does anything here in the government, nothing. There are no laws there for these people. Well, the laws are there when they get caught. They do go before the courts and some of them are jailed. And I mean, it's a a very long process. Oh, yeah, it's absolutely horrific. I mean, the justice system in this country getting to the court by the time the guards catch up with these guys and bring them from A to B to C, it's an absolute disgrace. I mean, the amount of people that they can rip off in in that time frame before they get to court. I mean, they're buying their way out of the next jail sentence by catching other people. Yes. Yes. There's a Sergeant Brian McSweeney in the community policing um, office in Anglesey Street and the Sergeant is, you know, he's very passionate about these bogus traders and people who are concerned should get onto the Garda website and check up on all of the security measures they, they, they put in place and all of these events that they hold. But again, Fiona... You're, you're, you're talking, and I think in fairness, every time someone like yourself speaks out, one person listening to this today, for uh, Fiona, will benefit from what you're doing, I think. Yes, and I straightway put it up on the Passage West discussion group because I said to my parents when they told me when I came in, I said, I'm putting that up immediately because they're obviously in the area. As I said, they had come up along the terrace. They had spoken to other elderly neighbours and they're going to catch somebody. So... If it happens to your parent, your neighbour or something, try and get it straight away up on on social media as well, because it's another means of letting people know they're out there and people will see it. They'll say to their parents, don't open the door to these people, you know, because so that they warned in advance. As I said previously, I don't want to scare people. I just want to let them know. Um, you know, it's it's frustrating. I'm very passionate about it now because it was my parents and anybody else and the older persons. I think, like, you know, 
they're elderly. They're they they you know we have to take they, care of them exactly. I was just gonna say they cared for you when you were a baby, and you know as yeah. they get older, they they become your babies, really, don't they? Yes, yes, unfortunately, and we must take care of our elderly people, our neighbours that have nobody, no family, nothing. We need to look out for them. We do, we do. And look, you know yourself, if it's too good to be true, then it is. I mean, no uh, tradesman uh, is out there looking for work at the moment because, you know, it, it, you can't find a tradesman to do a job. They're so busy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't get a plumber, you can't get an electrician, yeah. can't get a carpenter, whatever the case may be. So if, if someone is calling to your door offering to do work, well, please let that be a sign that there's something wrong here, isn't there? Yes, and I mean, we know they, they were brought up in a different era where, you know, for the most part, you trusted people. People were actually genuine, you know, whereas, and they still have that trusting nature. You know, they're not like us. No, I'm quite cynical, you know, and, uh, and they have that trusting nature and they see the good in people. So they wouldn't expect that to happen to them. What have you learned from it yourself, Fiona? Well... I learned I, for, I don't know I'll tell you just to it has made me talk to the elderly neighbours which I hate doing saying make sure you don't open your door because I don't want to frighten them but I have learned like unfortunately I have to tell my mother look be very careful keep the door locked um, just even myself I lock my door now you know when I'm in the house by myself and we heard all those you stories have, years ago when you leave the key in your door and the, yeah. the, the key on the, the door on the latch. That's a thing of the past. Yes, unfortunately it is. Because even in the summer, you know when you have the doors open? I saw it on a programme in England. The woman had the door open in the summer and uh, you saw the man just, she was asleep in the chair and you saw the man just walking in and taking the stuff out. And he was going around the neighbourhood and doing it. Now they caught him, but that was just on a programme. But that's what it is. Unfortunately, you can't leave your door open unless you're sitting in the garden yourself. Do you believe the two guys who called your mum and dad's house will be caught? I'd love to say I would. They'd love them to be caught, but I, I, I somehow don't think so unless somebody else reports them or has them ID'd or things like that. So Maybe. <laughs> they they managed to get away so with how much and for not doing a tap of work? 350 euro which does may not seem a lot to other persons but for elderly people that's a lot of money and for other persons it is a lot of money that's weak wages for some mm. people. I know. You know? I know and it's I don't know I think I don't know I think the guards they have so much but and but they will just I think I wonder if they were even caught would they say look for elderly persons do they say this is just too long a process for them well in fairness to, to go into the court yeah it, it is a process and the, the, you know once the guards catch yeah. them if they catch them they, they will deal with them and bring them before the courts yes. even if the, your, the likes of your parents don't want to make a statement or whatever but yes. you know they, yes. they, they will they, they, they do their best and it, it, I, I don't mean this in a bad way it's probably not up there as number one priority to no, catch the two and guys I understand who, you know, that completely I understand that completely. But if they were caught, jail is too good for them. Oh, definitely. They should be made just to hard, hard labour. Labor. Yeah. You're a tough woman, you aren't you? You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, what is it? I don't suffer fools gladly. That's what a lot of people would say about me. No woman uh, does. Probably. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> but um, thanks anyway for following up on it and just again letting people be aware it's good to just I suppose every few months just to make people aware that these people especially coming in now to the finer weather exactly they're going to be out there you know gardens everything like that and just to be aware all right. And take care of themselves. Thank you very much. Fiona Paul. O'Reilly, Gurriv Mila Thank you very much. That's Fiona O'Reilly, whose uh, elderly parents were ripped off to the tune of €350 Euro recently by two bogus traders who called to the house, uh, first offered uh, to carry out some work for €75, Euro, jumped to 350 They got the money, and what did they do? They ran. Sergeant Brian McSweeney is in the community policing office at Anglesey Street. Get onto the Garda website. There's invaluable advice there and um, make contact with them if you're looking for anything to be done. This is Corks 96 FM. Join the conversation. Text or WhatsApp 083 396 9696. This is the Opinion Live with PJ Coogan. And this is Paul Byrne filling in for PJ today. You can contact us at text 083 396 9696. Email opinion at 96fm.ie or you can call us on 0818 96 96 96. Come on air or leave your comment. Now, just a couple of moments ago, we were talking to Fiona O'Reilly, whose parents were ripped off by bogus traders. What is the solution? Jerry, can you solve this crisis for us? Good morning, Jerry. Good morning. How are you? How are you doing? You have Good. had experience of not yourself, but you know of people who are ripped off, do you? I do indeed, yeah. I, look, I'm in the, the fish and soffit business there. I'd be fitting the fish and soffits. I know, I know it's completely different to cleaning out the gutters and that, like, you know. But um, in relation to people getting caught, um, I think our suppliers, my suppliers there, I was even answering there about getting a VAT number off of these guys, you know, when they're supplying, when they're selling them the product. It might curtail it a little bit. I know I can't do it for everyone, but I think when people arrive at your door, maybe you know, they should ask for that VAT number to see or they register for VAT and all that and everything is legit. But they just target old people, which is uh, despicable. It's a crime work. It's despicable. And I, I'll never be out of work when these fellas are doing that, if you can understand what I'm saying. Like, You're picking up the pieces. We're, yes. We're going back and it's just shoddy work. We'll never be out of work as, as, as long as these guys are... Are doing it, and it's not right. I think when you're dealing with people's money like that, you should give them what you're you're saying on on, on the on the tin. You know, you have but, to give them. But Jerry, will you say that you're you'll never be out of work because of these guys? But we'll say for argument's sake, do these guys give the likes of you a difficult job? Then the fact that are are, are people uh, wary of the likes of yourself and others? And I say 100%. that with respect. A hundred percent. Yes. Um, like when you go, like. I've done jobs there, and I will say, inside the terrace of houses, and people mightn't trust you just to go through, we'll say, their house out to the backyard to bring a, a two-story ladder. You'd have to drive around the estate, you know. No, that hasn't ha- happened very often, but you can see the trust issue there. Mm-hmm. So, um, like, I, I was I was telling you, a researcher there, that I've, I went to a job in, in Torker there a number of years ago. I got a call from Torker Garden Station because I was doing work for the city council, and... Like, they ripped off an elderly couple. He was just after retiring from the P&T and the, the man was suffering with cancer. And they robbed her purse upstairs. She fed them and everything, gave them their dinner, and they had to cheat them to go in and rip her off. But I, I went in and I just pulled the whole act down and read, just redid it for them and got it right, you know. But it's a disgrace what they actually leave after them. 
They're pure evil, pure evil scum. Oh, yeah, and it's just when look when you're dealing with the, look when you're dealing with people, it doesn't necessarily have to be elderly people, but they intimidate them. Like it, there was a guy uh, in Montanati where they drove this man down to the bank. And what they charged him was criminal. Like, what I would be charging, what they charged, was two and a half times the price. Because that guy's nephew rang me to know, could I just price it up? And I priced it. He said, look, they're after charging him this. And I just said, ring the guards. Don't pay him. Ring the guards straight away and get him up there. Like, there, was a ca- him. there was a case a number of years ago, a woman in West Cork, where the bogus traders yeah. called to the door. They yeah. sold mm-hmm. her, and this is no word of a lie, I covered the court case myself. They sold mm-hmm. her a van load of generators, chainsaws, power tools, screwdrivers, car power washers. The woman yeah. didn't need anything whatsoever and she signed checks to the value I think at the time of about 20 grand and luckily at one stage the bank copped on when these guys came in to cash the checks it was before you'd cross it you know the checks weren't crossed or whatever like that and I suppose in fairness is there an onus on the banks as well to check um, if if someone is coming in drawing out a large amount of money, we say Mrs. Murphy goes in on a Monday. She normally takes out yes. fifty or sixty quid. If she comes in on the following Friday and she takes out five hundred quid, should the bank be in a position to ask her, Mrs. Murphy, is everything all right? Where are you? What are you doing with the money? Well, I suppose yes, but would some people find that intrusive then and kind of nosiness? Do, do you know what I'm trying to say mm-hmm. to you? Like, but I think yes especially elderly people because they're intimidated by these people and the amount of uh, people that I've heard that got caught down no matter what it was driveways cleaning out gutters replacing a roof tile up in, up in, the, up in the roof and charging ex- like it's extortion what they're doing to them like and, get, and look they're getting away with it How do you advertise your business then because these guys just call to the door Well I'd be totally honest about it I'm working for myself for the last 20 years and I, it's all worth the most yeah, yeah, and it's just word of mouth. I, I've, uh, I don't want to advertise it. Yeah, um, it's word of mouth, and somebody will just recommend me. And there's a couple of lads in our job. We'd all kind of recommend each other. Okay, and if you like, call to you a know. house, then if somebody asked you to call over and they asked you for identification, yes. would you feel offended? Yes. No, I, I wouldn't because I wouldn't feel offended because um, I'm legit. Yep. Everything's above board, and I, I don't. And if you're if you're if you're under pressure producing that, well, there's something wrong, isn't there? Exactly, exactly. Jerry, before we go, if somebody wants uh, yes. a job done, how can they contact you? Uh, well, my number is 0863757885. All right. Okay. Listen, thanks a million for talking to us, Jerry. Stay well thanks and look after the people out there. Well done. Um, Pat, you had a gutter cleaner call to your house uh, last summer. Um, 100 euro worth of uh, work. It seems good yeah. value. Good morning, Pat. Hi, good morning, Paul. How are you keeping? Not too bad. 100 yeah, euro so for good cleaning the gutters. But did, you, yeah, did you pay him? No, do you know what? No, Paul. It was my mother's house. And I happened to be just out there at the, at the time. And I think they were from Waterford. I don't think they were from Cork. So they said, look, we'll go up and we'll do the gutters 100 euros. So my mother was kind of said, yeah, that sounds a good deal. And uh, well, with that, he went up to his van and got buckets and a ladder. So I kind of said to him, I said, before you go up, I said, can I have a look at the bucket? And Paul, a load of rubbish is right in the bucket. Jesus. So I'd say his thing was, walk the ladder with the bucket and come down and say, ma'am, this is what I got with your gutter. And what did you so do? I, what did you do there uh, and then? 
uh, I said there's the gate there, no boy be on your way. And um, how did they react when you said on your horse? Oh, no problem. And he he did he the ladder actually up on the wall pole. And I said, look, be on your way there. I said, uh, there's already rubbish in the bucket. They knew that their game was up. Oh, they knew straight away. Straight away. Like that's, and Paul, that's what they're doing. They're putting rubbish into a bucket, going up on the ladder, because he was as quick as a flash going up. And I said, look, by before you go up, can I have a look in your bucket? And there was a load of already rubbish inside in the bucket, Paul. And I just said, how he said, uh, job off. I said, can I, there's the gas away you go. All right. Well, but that's th- what they're, that's what they're doing. That's what so we're up very against. careful. Yeah, yep. nope. uh, Pat, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Enjoy no the long worries. weekend. Cheers, Pat. Love thanks, Pat. Good morning. Bye now. Corks ninety six FM. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers, and if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps dot com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.